Hi, welcome to the Fast Life with Diabetes podcast. My name is Lucy Fisher. On this podcast, we'll discuss everything related to intermittent fasting and type 1 and type 2 diabetes. We'll share tips and tricks and we'll reveal some of the challenges that we've all faced as we go through this journey. We'll also have some fascinating guests that will share their stories. Thanks so much for joining. It's going to be a great show. Also, before we get started, I just want to remind you that I am not a doctor. Before beginning an intermittent fasting protocol or making changes to your medication, I highly recommend that you speak to your doctor. Hey everyone, I want to use this episode to talk a little bit about my weight loss trajectory. And if you listen to this episode in conjunction with episode number two, my diet journey, that will help you to follow along. But before we get started on all this, I just wanna say that this is my own personal experience and you may lose weight at a different rate. In fact, I would expect you to lose weight at a different rate. And if you lose weight slower than me, don't judge yourself. If you lose weight faster than me, that's awesome. I just want to make sure that you know that you're not comparing because losing weight really is such an individual experience. And when I talk about my weight, I just wanna remind you that I'm four feet 11 inches, so keep this in mind. And when you're thinking about weight, the BMI for me, the overweight range for me is right around 123 pounds at 4.11. So that's something I've sort of always been conscious of. So with this round of me trying to lose weight, you know, I've been up and down, up and down for basically my entire adult life, six months up, six months down. And in this round of trying to lose weight, it started in May, 2021. And that was at the 123 pound mark, which is always kind of my high water mark. And that's when I started the Noom program. And so on Noom, I lost about six pounds. And I did that even though I really had no enthusiasm for the program, not that there's anything wrong with it. It just, at this point, having yo-yoed so much during the course of my life, I just don't have a lot of enthusiasm for diet programs anymore. And Noom was just another example of that. But I was still able to lose a little bit doing Noom. So I lost six pounds there. And then I picked up intermittent fasting in late July, early August 2021. And the first day that I weighed in, let's just call it August 1st, 2021, I have an app on my phone called Happy Scale. And that's when I started. I downloaded that app when I began tracking my weight, August 2021. So before I get into the weight topic, I just want to say whether you've started your journey or you're well into your journey, something that I think is really useful to talk about is how to measure progress. For me, I like to weigh every day and that's just because it helps to keep me accountable. And it doesn't trigger me in any way to see my weight. If my weight goes up a little bit, I don't care. But if it triggers you, then maybe weighing is something that is not the best option for you. And there are a couple of other different strategies that you can use instead of weight or in addition to weight. And one of them is to take pictures of yourself as you go through your journey. And I know that it really helped me to do that. And I totally get that when you're heavy and you don't feel great about yourself and you don't even like to look at yourself in the mirror, the idea of taking pictures of yourself is not what you want to do. But trust me, take some pictures when you get started. When you take the pictures, take pictures maybe in a bra and underwear, maybe that's mainly for you so you can see your own progress and then something where you're wearing a little bit more clothing because as you go along, 
you'll definitely want to be sharing those pictures. And the, the thing too about taking pictures is you live in your body, you see yourself every single day. So you can't really see the small incremental changes that happen. But when you start looking at those pictures over months and months, you really can notice a significant change. So I think that the pictures are, are really, really useful. So take the pictures. And then the other thing is you might want to take some measurements of your body, take chest, arm, stomach, thigh. And I've done measurements a couple of times. I don't really do them as much anymore, mainly because I feel like I end up getting them in a different spot every time. So it's not quite as useful for me, but some people really love taking measurements. And actually I have a story about measurements a little bit later in the episode, which, which I'll talk about but it is not me actually taking measurements, but it has to do with clothing. And then the last thing that people do is something that Jen Stevens, who is the author I've referred to several times, she's the author of Fast, Feast, Repeat, and Delay, Don't Deny. And she uses honesty pants because she doesn't like to weigh in. And I don't think she, at this point, has weighed in in a couple of years. So she has a pair of pants that are not stretchy, and when she puts them on, if they're tight, she knows that she needs to tighten up her window or work on her eating within her window. If they're a little bit looser, she knows that, that she's doing well and she's on the right track. So there's a couple different ways for you to think about managing your weight. And again, you don't have to do it with the scale. I happen to use a scale every day. And so I'll just go through some of my weight loss and the trajectory and I'll tell you what happened. And when I changed my eating windows and when I changed up my diet and how my weight changed as a part of that, it was kind of surprising to me to see how all these things tied in together and it really is reflected in my weight. So let's go back to August 1st, 2021. At that point, I weighed in 117.2 pounds on the Happy Scale app. And remember I had lost some weight originally from Noom. So this is my starting weight intermittent fasting. At the end of the month, I weighed 111.2 pounds, which was a loss of six pounds during that first month. And I remember during the first month, I started with a 16-8 protocol, so fasting for 16 hours and eating for eight. Then I moved to a 17-7, probably within a week or so. So I tightened up my eating window to seven hours. And then I ended the month at a 19-5. And at the end of the month, I was actually starting to play around with the one meal a day concept. So if you look at August, and August is a long month, I went through several different eating protocols during the month, fasting protocols. And I think my weight started to really come off at the end of the month when I tightened up my eating window. So then I started August 31st, I weighed in 111 pounds. September 1st, I weighed in at 109.6 pounds, so I lost another couple of pounds there. And September was all about one meal a day. And I was also playing around with when I was going to eat dessert in my eating window. And I think I've said before that when I started, I used to eat dessert at the end of my eating window and then I moved it to the beginning of the eating window so that I could deal with any fallout from blood sugars that, that I was dealing with. So what would happen is sometimes, just for a little bit of context, if I was eating one meal a day, I would eat the one meal and then at the end eat a dessert and then sometimes I didn't bolus my insulin correctly for that dessert and then I might end up low afterward because I had too much insulin on board and then I'd have to correct it and then I'd have to break my fast, which would really annoy me. So what I ended up doing later is moving the dessert to the beginning of the eating window. So that way, if I missed on my bolus, then I could deal with any low blood sugar during my eating window. And then by the time my eating window was closed, 
what was in my stomach was more lower impact carbs that I would hopefully not have to treat low blood sugars for. And a lot of the insulin was already starting to head out of my system. So I would say that September was really a period of honing in on the one meal a day and trying to keep my blood sugars as stable as possible when my eating window closed. I ended September at a weight of 104. So in September, I lost 5.6 pounds and cumulatively over August and September, I lost 13.2 pounds. So that's pretty significant. And I also want to remind you that in my mind, my goal weight for years has always been 113 pounds. So every diet I would start, I would start at 123 pounds and then end at 113 and then go steadily back up to the 123 and then back to the 113. So at the end of August, I had already gone under that goal weight of 113. I was at 111.2 pounds at the end of August. So I was feeling pretty good and I wasn't actually expecting to lose any more weight. I mean, historically that I never had. So I was like, wow, if I can maintain this weight forever, I would be so happy. But as it turns out, the weight just kept coming off in September, which was a super nice surprise and obviously totally unexpected. So in October, October 1st, I weighed in at 103.2 pounds and I ended that month at 99.6 pounds. So that was a loss of 3.6 pounds in October. And what caused that? I think it was more just refining my eating window. And I think I've mentioned in prior episodes that I used to have some pretty unhealthy eating habits. And October is when appetite correction really started to kick in for me. I felt like I wasn't craving fried foods as much and not as much sugar. And in fact, at the end of October is when I cut out sugar entirely. And that actually wasn't something I was planning to do, but it was something I felt like my body wanted to do. I was at a point where I wasn't really craving desserts anymore and I was just eating them purely out of habit. And they were still messing up my blood sugars even though I had moved them to the beginning of the the eating window. It still was not entirely a clean situation whenever I would eat dessert. And basically my whole life, I've never been able to properly bolus for dessert. And so I just said, you know what, let me see if I can do this without eating dessert. And so I did. And as a result for that month, I was able to lose that 3.6 pounds. And in fact, once I hit 100 pounds, I thought my weight loss would surely stop. There was just no way that I could imagine that I would get any lower than that. I thought it would be physically impossible for me, but almost everything below 100 pounds is purely related to cutting out sugar. And when I say cutting out sugar, I don't mean all sugar because sometimes I use sugar to treat low blood sugars, but I mean that I stopped eating sugar in a recreational way. And that, I wanna say too, I am not perfect. I don't, I'll never say that I'll never eat sugar again. Sometimes I eat dessert, And sometimes when I eat dessert, it reminds me that of why I actually cut out sugar because I still have such a hard time bolusing for dessert. But by and large, most days, maybe one or two days a month, I'll have some sort of dessert or something like that. But most days I do not. And I feel like my body just works so much better and the insulin works so much better and I don't have as many low blood sugars. And so that's a little sidebar on on cutting out the sugar. So at the end of October, I know I had cut the sugar out. I weighed 99.6 pounds. And I just wanna say something else really quick here. So 
you know that weight does fluctuate over time in between days. So if you eat a meal that's high in salt content or you drink a lot of water and you weigh in at 99.6 pounds and then November 1st, I weighed in at 100 pounds. So I went up 0.4 pounds from October 31st to November 1st. And did I gain weight at that point? Maybe. I also may have decided to drink a lot of water the night before and I just still had some water left in my system. It just depends, it's really hard to say, but fluctuations are normal. And I really want you to not get too upset about them if they happen to you. A fluctuation of a pound or two is totally normal, even maybe something a little bit more is totally normal. But if you look actually at my uh, Happy Scale app, there's a weight graph on there. And with intermittent fasting, up until I hit my set point, which would happen in December, my weight pretty much was a, a steady trend line down. It really hasn't seen a lot of up, down, up, down, up, down. And honestly, whenever I do another quote unquote diet or Weight Watchers or Noom or whatever the case may be, I'll always have some success, some weigh-ins that are down and some weigh-ins that are up, down, up, down. But with intermittent fasting, it was pretty much a very clean downward trend, maybe up 0.2 or 0.4 every once in a while, but really nothing significant. And the, the trend has always been down. And at this point, I'm actually not trying to lose any more, and hopefully I don't lose any more weight. And if I do, I probably will open up my eating window and eat a little bit more and try to take in some more calories because I really don't want to end up any lower than I am right now. But anyway, so let's go back to the, the weight loss trajectory. So I started November 1st at 100 pounds, and I ended November at 95.6 pounds, which is a loss of 4.4 pounds. And again, this is really just cutting out the sugar and the weight just kept coming off and coming off. And at the end of November, it was Thanksgiving. And that's when I actually first played around with alternate day fasting. And I'll do another episode on alternate day fasting. But so the day before Thanksgiving, well, actually, let me go backward in time to two days before Thanksgiving. So two days before Thanksgiving, I had a longer eating window and I ate an early dinner. I think I ate around 4 or 5 p.m. And then the next day I only ate a 500 calorie meal. So that's a totally acceptable way of doing alternate day fasting with a down day that has a 500 calorie meal. So I think I ate something like a turkey sandwich with a piece of cheese on cauliflower bread, just basically no carbs. And I was just trying to take the edge off during the fasting day. For me, when I do alternate day fasting, it's hard for me to just go completely without food. So I usually will utilize a 500 calorie down day meal. And so the next day was Thanksgiving. And after I did that, you know, the alternate day fasting schedule, the next day is a full refeed day. And I pretty much ate all day long. And then after Thanksgiving, I went back to one meal a day. And if you can believe it, I didn't gain any weight over Thanksgiving, which is a miracle. Because if you saw how much I ate during Thanksgiving, you'd be shocked that I could even still fit into my pants. But as a matter of fact, I ended November 4.4 pounds down. And then December 1st, I weighed in at 95 pounds. And my low for December was 92.2 pounds. So I try at this point to really keep between 93 and 95 pounds. It's April now. I have been successfully able to maintain that weight of 93 to 95 pounds ever since December. And I feel really good at this weight. I don't feel like I need to gain any weight, lose any weight. I feel very happy and satisfied at this weight. 
So if you count my end or set weight at 93 pounds, I've lost 30 pounds since May 2021 and have been maintaining that 30 pound loss since December 2021. And I, it's kind of actually like, it's a little bit funny because I still have the mentality of somebody that weighs more. And I think a lot of people, when you lose weight, that that vision you have of yourself in your head of somebody heavier sticks in your head. You just can't really shake it that easily. So I was for a long time wearing my clothes that I was wearing when I was 123 pounds. And so this is a story about that I wanted to bring you back to about measurements. So I have a lot of clothes I've finally started trimming them, but I, I had a lot of clothes from when I was 123 pounds and I was still wearing them even though I was 93 pounds, I was 30 pounds lighter. So I actually, not too long ago, decided to buy some new, some new jeans. And I had jeans from before at my heavier weight that were 26, 27 waist. And I was wearing belts to kind of keep them up. And I went to the store and I tried on a size 26 because I thought, you know, maybe my old pants had stretched out because I had been heavier and they just got loose on me over time. And my thought was, I'm still a 26 despite the fact that I've lost all this weight. And I tried on the 26 and I was just swimming in them. It was like, oh, okay, so maybe I'm a size 25 now. That's crazy, wow, all right. So I got a size 25 and I tried it on. And again, I was just swimming in it. And I was thinking to myself, there is just no possible way that I am less than a 25 inch waist. So I got a 24 inch waist pants. And again, it was still big on me. And I was thinking to myself, like, this is pretty much impossible and that there must be some sort of weird sizing going on in the store. I was in J. Crew, And so then I went to another store because I thought, I don't know what J. Crew is doing with their sizing, but there's just no way that I am a 24 inch waist or something less than that. And so I went to another store and I tried on a size 24 waist and it was big on me still. So then I found a size 23 and guess what? It fit. So I went from having a 26 inch waist to something like a 23 inch waist. And I really don't think I have weighed this little since high school. And so for me, I keep pinching myself and wondering, is this ever going to stop? Like, should I even buy new clothes? Because you know, who knows how long this is going to last. And these are just negative thoughts that I have in my brain from years and years of yo-yo dieting. But I have been maintaining it for at least four, four and a half months now. And typically at this point in time, I would be on the, the yo-yo back up to the 123 pound mark before I'd then get my life together and start bringing it back down. But really, Intermittent fasting is the way I've been able to do it. And through no planning or anticipation or any of that, my body has sort of led the way and said that it doesn't want as much sugar. It doesn't want as much carbs. It doesn't want to eat as much. So that's basically what I've been doing. I've been listening to my body versus trying to force it into doing something and depriving myself. And, you know, I love intermittent fasting because it's something that I can do, I think, forever. It's not a strict program where I'm tracking and counting and thinking about every little thing that I put in my mouth all day and obsessing over it. It's something that's extremely flexible. So some days I have a longer eating window. Some days I have a shorter eating window like I did before Thanksgiving. And I still do on occasion. I actually did alternate day fasting yesterday. Alternate day fasting, I'd probably say I do it 
oh, maybe twice a month, once a month, depending on what's going on. But it's something that I always have that, that lever that I can pull if I feel like, oh, I'm starting to creep up a little bit more than I want to. Or I just want a day without a lot of impact to my blood sugars. Maybe my blood sugars have been messy and I decide I want to do alternate day fasting. Or maybe I have an event and I need to have a longer window. That's okay. Intermittent fasting is just so completely flexible and that's why I love it so much. So anyway, I started donating some of my clothes and I've trimmed my closet way back and I'm starting to change my mindset about how I'm going to maintain this long-term. And really, I think it's just so intuitive and I think it's something that is completely possible for all of us to do. And if you're getting stuck at plateaus, maybe use my weight loss trajectory experience as something that you can sort of leverage off of. And like I said, I lost weight in the beginning by changing and tightening my eating window. And then I started to cut out sugar and those plateaus didn't last very long because of those things. And I, I just think that if you're on a plateau, there are, are several different things you can do. And it's just, it's just something that you can play around with and you can do it over time. There's no rush to get anything just right. But if you're still fasting and you're trying to fast every day, I think that this lifestyle is completely maintainable. Your weight, when you lose your weight, it's completely possible to keep it off. And I just, I can't sing the praises of intermittent fasting enough. And I hope that you have enjoyed hearing about how I've lost weight and how I've maintained the weight loss. And I hope that some of this resonates with you. So thanks for listening today. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, don't forget to rate and review the podcast. And if you're interested in being a guest, please email me at fastlifewithdiabetes at gmail.com. Thanks so much. Have a great day.